Shabbat Shalom. Welcome back to part six of our Miracles of Messiah. Today our study will be from Mark chapter 1, verse 40 through 45. We'll be finishing up this chapter. And the story goes, a man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus, begging to be healed. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean, he said. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared and the man was healed. Then Jesus sent him on his way with a stern warning. Do not tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you and take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. And this will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. But the man went and spread the word, proclaiming to everyone what had happened. And as a result, large crowds soon surrounded Jesus, and he couldn't publicly enter the town anywhere. He had to stay in the secluded places, but people from everywhere kept coming to him. Now, in the ancient times, or in the ancient world, and even in some cultures today, people believed that God was actually punishing those who were afflicted by such diseases as leprosy. Now, leprosy in itself is a very um, contagious, deforming disease, and what it does, it affects the skin and the nerves. It, It literally eats away parts of the human body in a slow and painful process. As such, um, lepers or people with leprosy were often considered both ritually unclean and they were excluded from the regular communities. Now in the Torah, Leviticus chapter um, 13 and 14, it it explains the, um, the laws concerning leprosy and the laws concerning the cleansing of a leper once that person has received their healing. And most Jews within that dispensations, they knew or they were aware of these laws and these requirements as they would study the Torah, um, each parsha, a portion of the Torah, each Shabbat. So all knew these laws, and this does not exclude Messiah. And we, we have said over and over that Messiah says, Do not think I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but I came to fulfill. Now, and despite this ancient belief that leprous people were um, being punished by God, in the scriptures we often see, or sometimes the, the scripture often depicts leprosy as a type or a form of sin, an allegory of how sin actually affects one's life. Now, again, in the Torah, I'll give you one example is the story with Miriam and Aaron when they challenged um, the Almighty's chosen man, Moses, um, his leadership. And as a result, um, because he Moses had taken on an Ethiopian wife and they weren't pleased with this. So they challenged his leadership. And as a result of that, divine judgment came upon Miriam and she instantaneously became a leper. Now, it was only after Moses had um, interceded on her behalf to the Almighty and asked him to heal her that her healing actually came. And this story is found in Numbers chapter 12. And what we see is that even after Moses interceded for her and she was cleansed, she still had to observe the rituals 
that were designated for people who were cleansed of this illness. Now, the leper in this account, whose name we don't know, his name is not given or anything, but what we do see that he is a man of faith. He believed on the healing authority and the power of Messiah Yeshua. And this leper, what he does, he gives us an example of how we ought to come to the Messiah. The scriptures tell us that he came imploring the Messiah, to, and, and if we understand this, this term, um, begging, as it says, it, to implore is to entreat a person to literally beg. And he came kneeling down, which we can say is a sign of surrender or a sign of worship. He came kneeling down to Messiah, a symbol of the submission to the Lordship of another and he and he acknowledged that messiah was something was greater than him and possessed the ability and the power to heal him of or to rid him of this disease he came speaking and and, and what he did he, he he just says i i need you messiah I need you. And through our Heavenly Father, and though our Heavenly Father knows the things that we need as we have studied, um, it is still our part, you know, a, a minister would say, we do the possible and God does the impossible. And we are to bring our petitions to our Heavenly Father, even though He knows what we need, we are still to come to Him asking, and we still are commanded to ask, to seek, and to knock. So this man came with a specific um, risk, uh, correction, a specific request from the Messiah and not a laundry list. God, I didn't want to, he didn't say, God, I want you to do this, 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 this. No, he came and said, God, I want you to heal me of this infirmity. And he came and he's given us an example of how you and I ought to come to the Messiah. Now, it has been said that the fastest way to heaven's door is on our knees, William Churchill. Um, we must come to God in faith, acknowledging and believing in the awesome abilities of the Messiah. We must come with a spirit of worship and in the spirit of submission. We must be specific and we must trust what we're asking. We must be persistent and humble. And most of all, as believers in Messiah, we must be convinced of our own that our Messiah, who he is, and trust in his ability. So coming to him must always be our first option and never a substitution or the last. Now, because of these lepers were considered unclean and excluded from the community, this man had to travel um, within the city limits in order to see Messiah because he would not be allowed to live within the city limits. Now, moreover, because the leper, lepers were um, prohibited from living within the city limits, this man would have covered a reasonable amount of distance, which he had to and must have been hard for him given the how sick he is because as we have said that this is a deforming delip, um, this, this disease it tears apart and make it, it attacks the nervous system and it and tears away the skin he would be subjected to, to harsh realities of this diseases he would have been subjected 
to being an outcast. In fact, the law required that after this person was proclaimed clean by an examined priest, his clothes shall be torn and and his hands bare, and he shall cover his mouth his mustache and cry out, unclean, unclean, unclean. He shall be unclean all the days as the sore he shall be unclean he's unclean and he would be unclean so just imagine this person had to cover his mouth and walk around and scream unclean 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 all the days as the sore would just tear apart his flesh and he would be unclean now listen what the scripture says the scripture says his clothes shall be torn and his head made bare and he shall cover his mustache and cry unclean unclean and he shall be unclean all the days he has a sore and he shall be unclean he is unclean and shall dwell alone his dwelling shall be outside of the camp leviticus chapter 13 46 to 44 to 46 however today this man he, 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 his whole entire life was about to be transformed. Messiah Yeshua was moved with compassion when he saw this man, when he observed his condition, when he observed, observed what was going on with this man. Yeshua had pity on him th that day immediately. You know, this is also a picture of how Messiah views the lost man. He has compassion on the lost. The scriptures say, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, and he is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This is in 2 Peter 3, 9. The leprous man declared, he says, Lord, if you are willing, if you want, you can make me clean. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen but without faith it is impossible to please God for he who comes to God watches must believe that he is and the that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him now he this is in Hebrews 11 and what he's saying is and Jesus was always willing and it is his will that we should be healed and in good health. It is his will that this leper should be cleansed. So Messiah Yeshua reached out and watch this. He touched him. Now, that is very significant as the Jewish purity laws held that Messiah Yeshua would have become defiled by his action of touching this leprous man. However, the complete opposite took place. Instead of Messiah becoming defiled, the man's entire body was made whole with only one touch from the Messiah. With only one touch from the Messiah today, our body, our soul can be made whole, can become whole. And with only one touch, we will never be the same. The transformation power of Messiah Yeshua is all within the touch of God. And now after this healing, Messiah, Messiah sends this man and he says to him, he says, sends a man to the priest that he may be officially proclaimed or, or pronounced as being clean. 
this shall be the law of the lepers for the day of their cleansing he shall be brought to the priest and the priest shall go out of the camp and the priest shall examine him and if indeed the lepers is healed then the priest who makes him clean shall present the man to be made clean Leviticus chapter 14 so here we see the law required that the man followed specific instructions after his deliverance Messiah Yeshua did not break the law and he did not want people to do that either let me say that again Messiah Yeshua did not break the law nor did he want other people to do it Messiah instructed the man to go to the priest and make an offering and the rites by which a leper was officially pronounced clean and allow him to return to society. Yeshua wanted the priest to know he had the power to heal while abiding by the established laws of the Torah. However, despite Yeshua's warning, the man spoke of him everywhere which caused conflict between Messiah and the scribes and the Pharisees later on. You see, Messiah's touch resulted in restoration. Watch this. In two parts. Let's see. First, the man was restored to physical wholeness as testified by the scriptures. Second, he was now able to resume his rightful place in society. A touch from Messiah today is still two-part. He restores our broken relationship with the Heavenly Father. The scriptures teach us that our sins and our iniquity have separated us from our God. And with one touch from Messiah, that relationship can be mended, can be reconciled. Secondly, we take our rightful place as members of God's family because we have been restored by the touch of Messiah. Full restoration, full and complete transformation within a single touch of the Messiah. Lord, let that be us this day.